Free tacos. Free tacos. Beer. everybody um we are recording and back for another show of uh free tacos trivia this is number i think four four yeah I think it's four. four for trivia yeah so um here in the room with us um once again we're doing instagram live so we've got the the camera here um but for all those that are listening you can you can play along and follow along so we're just going to do um a little round the table here and say who we've got so I'm Joe, the producer, with the show here, and across from me is... I'm Dave, the brewery buddy, with the trivia questions. Very good. We got... Silent Nick. Silent Nick in the back, waving. Waving. Yep. Bartender Matt. Bartender Matt here, yeah. DJ DJ Pizza. DJ Pizza, apparently. DJ Pizza and the holy sister Lisa. Just here to answer some questions. There you go. Cool. All right, so the way this is going to work, we've got five rounds, three questions in each round. Uh, for those of us in the room, I do have a PowerPoint up on the TV that'll have the questions on them, so you can refer back to that. Um, I will warn you tonight, some of my questions have a lot of setup. My third question in particular is going to be very long. The <laughs> setup to the question is going to be very long. Um, and um, so we are uh, going to be going. I'll watch the, uh, the, the live feed to see what we get for some answers there, but uh, I'll ask a question. I'll give everybody like 30, 45 seconds to a minute to talk about what they think the answers are, and then uh, we're going to get going. Um, yeah, and I was going to try and post the questions into the chat on Instagram, but I'm just finding out now that it's not letting me paste, copy oh. and paste into the chat. So, That's bummer, bummer. Yeah, Yeah. so sorry, so you, kids. You can't just like You'll type just it out? To... Come on. Uh, I could, but it would be... <laughs> too much yeah fine yeah so um so yes we're gonna get started um i don't know how hard or easy these questions are for other people because this is all stuff that i've known before so um i hope i hope you guys enjoy and and, and learn something for you yeah i I, you know i like what i like and that's what i like to talk to people about pretty much (laughs) all right so so we're gonna get started here um i did put a little table of contents up on on my uh my the tv here yeah i got the all right okay. so tonight's oh. categories as always we've got crazy history uh our second category is going to be sign language i think you'll be pleasantly surprised when we get there that it is not in fact about sign language okay. um we've got <laughs> we've got movie mysteries what's in a name and disney discourse Ooh. Ooh. so we're gonna start with our first question <laughs> from crazy history Pope Gregory the Ninth, who was Pope from two thousand twenty or twelve twelve hundred twenty seven to twelve forty one, uh, with the help of his papal investigator Conrad of Marburg, believed and convinced the Catholic people that what population actually carried the spirit of Satan inside of them. Are we talking about like a like a race of people or like. It is. It is. Uh, it is a, a group of a group a group of a thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be people. It is a population of something on the planet. Convince the Catholic people actually carry the spirit of Satan. Hmm. 
The Moors. The Moors. Ooh. Ooh. DJ Pizza one. with mm. the Moors. What year are we? Uh, this is this is 1227 to 1241. Okay. Maybe like people from Africa. And, and this is AD because this is <laughs> yeah. Catholics. Moon oh. So it has says to be after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Moondor says cats. Ah. Cats? Cat people? Cat Ooh, people? Cats, like, rats. Yeah. Cats, um, rats, and people from just... Africa. That's, that's where we're at right now. Because <laughs> uh, Jake had also said Moors, so. Yeah, the Moors. Will, um, yeah. All right. Well. I that, too. I don't know. Moondors <laughs> is correct because Conrad of Marburg had proof that people what? had been approached by a giant toad as large as a dog. What? Then a pale man would appear and kiss them, which would make them forget all allegiances to the church. They would then take place in a black Ooh. mass to worship Satan. Just remember, Conrad's proof was likely confessions through torture. He was an inquisitor, after okay. all. Uh, because during these black masses, a statue of a black cat would come to life, walk backwards, and each person would kiss the cat. What? Right oh. in the butthole. What? Oh, by the way, <laughs> explicit warning. Explicit yeah. warning. If you have kids, don't... Yeah, get don't them out of the room. Uh, because then after they kiss the cat in the butthole... There's orgies. Mm. Uh, then after the orgies, the candles would be lit and a man would appear from the corner. His upper body uh. would be blindingly bright, but his lower body would be covered in cat fur. He would give a satanic blessing and then the meeting would be adjourned. With these confessions, Conrad was able to convince Pope Gregory IX that cats had Satan inside of them and black cats especially were bad. Western Europeans started killing cats and this may have led to an increase in the rat population, which is likely what caused the spread of the plague in the 1300s. Wow. So it was cats? That was counterintuitive. Because you said yeah. population of people. That was, uh, yeah, that was yeah, a trick question. Well, that says population of people. But... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, See, okay. Look, cats, especially black cats. Oh, okay. Gotta smug that cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never would have thought cats were people. Yep. Yeah. We got one oh. around here. Oh, come on. Sorry. Captain. They're part of your yeah, family. Just, They're people. Captain just gave me the death Yeah, story. Captain's like, what? He's like, Captain, he's like I, I'm I looked people. down and he was like this. No. I'm a people. Come on. What? Come Good on. job, Jackie. Proud of you. Okay. It's like thinking I'm right. living here more. During <laughs> the mid, claw your eyes out. During the mid-14th century, Queen Isabella of Bavaria introduced garments. They were garments of a grand neckline to showcase what fashion accessory? Garments of grand mm. neckline. And what accessory were they hoping to, uh, that people would be able to see? With these garments of grand neckline. Necklace? A necklace. Good guess. Brooches. Brooches. Mm. Boobs. <laughs> My favorite jewels. That's true. Well, Mrs. Schwartz says necklaces. And necklace seems like the obvious answer. Pendant. Pendant. Ooh, okay. So, uh... Holy Sister Lisa is not far off because it's not boobs, but these garments of gray neckline were intended to have a neckline that extended as far down to the belly button in order to show off nipple piercings that would be bejeweled to match the dress. Wow. Uh, later, Victorian <laughs> doctors would actually okay. recommend nipple piercings to enhance the size and make breastfeeding easier. Oh. Okay. I Interesting. Getting to like... Interesting. The next thing. What? Nipple piercings. <laughs> Nipple ah. piercings, eh? <laughs> All right. All right, so this is the really long one, so bear with me for the question. Um, here we go. As you guys know, 
or if you don't know because you've never met me, I love a good badass. And Ireland has boasts one of the most badass of all badassery. Finn McCool. Even his name is badass. <laughs> well, his dad, his name is Cumhill, and he decided he was in love. <laughs> it, it, it's actually spelled C-U-M, too. Cumhill. And he decided he was in love with a druid maiden, although she didn't look druish. The druid's father did not like Cumhill and refused him. And Cumhill was pretty fearless and a member of a badass army called the Fianna. So he asked again, and the druid leader said no. And then he used a cudgel, which is like a, a mace sort of thing, and just cracked him right in the nuts. So Cumhill didn't like that either, so he came back the next day, kicked the door in, carried off the maiden, and uh, unfortunately for him, the, the druid guy was a big, like pretty good friends with the Irish High King, whose name was Khan of a Hundred Battles. And obviously he's a badass if his name literally refers to the number of victories he has. Um, he so, won all the battles? It, he, over a hundred of them. Hmm. So this guy expelled <laughs> he's expelled Cumhill from the Fianna and then sent the Cumhill out to hunt him down. <laughs> which they did. And then, and then they kind of threw him in a ditch. And then the commander of the Fianna just stabbed him in the head a couple dozen times with a spear. Hmm. So they brought the maiden back. However, she was stricken with a slight case of the pregnancies. So the Khan of a Hundred Battles had to convince the Druid father not to burn his daughter alive, and then he sent the newborn to off to live with some badass warrior women in the woods. Uh, and the woods happened to be surrounded by monsters. Uh, thanks to his aunt and his best friend, Lyoth of Lucara, who was a master blades mistress, uh, he grew up fighting, and he was also a giant. Uh, so he decided he wanted to win back his family's honor, so he chose to take on this monster called Aelen. Um, and basically, Aelen is a fire-breathing dragon man-monster who once a year would rise from hell, play a Megadeth solo on a harp, and put an entire <laughs> city to sleep, and then while they were all asleep, he would burn the city to the ground. Uh-huh. Uh, so f- so as you can see up on the thing, that's, that, that is... Uh, Ellen, right up there, oh, uh, with okay. playing, playing his heart, burning cities down. Um, and then Finn showed up the day before um, Aileen was supposed to attack, and he got set up. Um, but in order to keep from falling asleep, what method did Finn use to keep himself from falling asleep? Mm, he drank coffee. Ooh, <laughs> drinking coffee is a good guess. Mm-hmm. Mm. When was uh, Finn McCool? Story? Legend? Legend, legend times? Legend. Okay. Um, legend. Uh, legend times? The times of uh, He used hot peppers to keep his eyes open. Hot peppers? What are you saying? He drank mead to keep himself awake. Mead to keep himself awake. He did like to drink mead. Okay. He wore earplugs. All right. He wore earplugs. Ooh. A little like Odysseus there. Yeah. Shots of adrenaline, says Miss Schwartz. All right. Okay. Mrs. Schwartz. Sorry, I didn't realize you were married. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Shots of adrenaline. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it, I think. Said that'll keep you right. <laughs> Masturbating? Okay. Yep. That's. I mean, you that could happen. Fall asleep. Jackie said jumping. Jumping. Tied his balls to a mule. Well, mm-hmm. that would be okay. one way to do it. Yep. Actually, uh, that, that last one's not too far off. <laughs> what he actually did um, was uh, he poked himself in the face repeatedly with his poison spear. Naturally. Mm. Is that like a drug? Is that, that was like, my next guess. Like, yeah, <laughs> he just, that's, it was just how he kept himself awake. 
the well, the important what, thing is that it works poison, though. Uh, poison, poison, just generic poison. These are ancient legends, man. They don't they don't have uh, definitions. Kind of like he did, a, so then he didn't have like a drug of choice. It was just no, no. It wasn't it wasn't like opiates or anything. It was it was like like poisoned. Uh, sure, so um, <laughs> the important thing though, the important thing is that it worked. Uh, and then when the dragon tried to breathe fire on him, this guy, uh, I, he might have also founded the NFL because this guy just whipped it, uh, his cloak over him and just started wailing him in the face. Um, which, oh, the NHL. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, uh, sports stuff. Um, and so, <laughs> so the monster didn't care for that, and he tried running away. So Finn took two steps, chucked a spear at him, uh, which totally impaled Aileen and... Uh, then Finn just casually strolled over and started kicking him with his size 40 boots until uh, the creature died. <laughs> Fun f- uh, and actually, there's a bunch of people who think that uh, Finn's story is actually the um, basis for the King Arthur stories, uh, but, but those people are called Irish. Mm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Fun fact, there this is, is a folklore mm. of something called the Salmon of Wisdom who got its power from eating, get this, the nuts of wisdom. Um, and if the salmon of wisdom is caught and eaten, it'll pass on all the knowledge in the world. So Finn helped some wise old sage catch the fish of wisdom. And when he was cooking it for the sage, he burned his thumb and instinctively just put his thumb in his mouth. That, with the grease that was on his thumb from touching the fish, was enough for him to be able to get all the knowledge uh, from the, the salmon of wisdom. However... Only when he stuck his thumb in his mouth. So sometimes you'll see like <laughs> pictures of him sucking on his thumb, and it's because uh, he, that's how he answers questions, and he can answer any question in the world. Wow! Oh, and oh, right. just to get past him with his thumb in his mouth. Uh, Oop, well, we went too far. Oh. Anyway, uh, we just we just missed a, a picture of moving on to sign language. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's uh, the next question. I hope everybody is not bored yet. No. Uh, so a compress release engine brake makes quite a racket. Not just because their diesel engine component that when activated opens exhaust values to the cylinders, slowing the vehicle, which is very loud, but also because compress release engine brake is very long. Signs prohibiting their use usually have a much shorter name. What is the much shorter name for a compress release engine brake? What is the An air brake. Air brake, good guess. Mm-hmm. Hydraulic brake? Hydraulic brake? Good guess. Jake brake. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> the Jake what, break? What did you say? You said the Jake break? Are there like signs on the yeah. highway that say like no Jake break? Yeah, there the are Jake signs. Yeah, usually usually through residential things that say Jake break. Yeah. Oh, and even Jake says Jake break. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> and we, got a, we got a CRB and a V8. Some good guesses okay. here. But it turns out, created by the Jacobs Vehicle Systems, these signs usually just say Jake Breaks. Oh. Jacob oh, claims that this is causing job. issues oh. with people thinking that they are the only ones who make the Jacobs, uh-huh. uh, make the, the type of brakes. However, Jacobs Company, um, and then they get angry at the Jacobs Company as to how loud they can be, and it's all directed at the Jake Breaks. Ah. <laughs> so, Jake Break was correct. There you go. Jake yeah. All right. Correct. Jake and Nicole. No Jake Break silent. No compress, whatever that was, break. <laughs> big long, big yeah. long thing. Okay, so, uh, where am I? I'm over here. According to the Massachusetts Government Law 90, subsection 17C, 
thickly settled or business district is defined as a territory contiguous to any way which is built up with structures devoted to business or the territory contiguous with any way where dwelling houses are situated in such a distance as to average less than 200 feet between them for a distance of a quarter mile or over. What is the designated speed limit when you see a thickly settled sign? Yep, we're all looking at you, Silent Nick. <laughs> you um, understood every word of that. Yeah, he did. He knew every bit. Uh, can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, what is the designated speed limit for a thickly settled sign? I was just giving you the definition gonna, of what thickly settled meant. Yeah. I'm so gonna, give me a number between zero and 100. I'm going to say 15. I'm going to say 15. 15, too. Yeah. 15. We got 30 from Nettie1122. 15. 15 for Mrs. Yeah. Schwartz. I got 20. 20. Okay. All right, 25, 25. 25. Okay. 20. Basically, we got all the numbers. What was your 25. guess? 25. Okay. One dollar, ah. Bob. <laughs> we got 15, we got 10, we got 30. We got, we got all the guesses here. I'm going to say... Please go. There it is. 25. So although when I lived in Massachusetts in 2006, the speed limit was 30 miles an hour, most uh, now most municipalities have agreed that 25 miles an hour is the correct speed limit for a thickly settled location. Uh. <laughs> it's good to know in case I ever, you know, play in SimCity and I'm going to set up a thickly settled location. That's right. Yeah. I know how to, or if you just... Right, cruising, and you're like, oh, there's no signs. This yeah. looks like a very thickly settled location. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Yeah, oh, go 25. Now you there know. There you go. Now you know. So um, we're ready. So basically, everything Especially in Australia wants to kill yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, if you guys were unaware, everything in Australia wants to kill you. But fatigue on the roads can be absolutely deadly. So in order to combat this, what does Australia use to help fight fatigue while driving? <clears throat> Huntsman spider right on the windshield. Put a big huntsman spider right on the windshield. That'll keep you awake. It's like reaching over, opening the doors. Oh, on the passenger seat. Oh, I I would get out of the car. I would wreck the car. Hmm. How about like bumps in the road? Bumps in the road. Okay. Fatigue while driving. It's a huge killer. What does Australia use to prevent fatigue? Any, any Knowing Australia, it'd be Instagram? beer. Beer? Yeah. That's, a, that's a good one. Just like a nice Foster's. Yeah, Foster's. Like, yeah, just... you're, you're tired. Yeah. <laughs> Australia for driving. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe a Budweiser. Yeah. Sleeping at night, says Miss Schwartz. Entertaining road signs, says Moon Doors. Road bumps and patches, says Jagged. Okay. Well, you know Coffee? what? Moon Doors so far is the closest. Um, the stretch of road from Baladonia to Kaiguna is okay. 90 miles with no turns, making it one of the longest, straightest stretches of roads in the world. To help fight fatigue, signs with trivia questions have been set up along the highway to... Well, how about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to help stimulate your mind and keep you awake. Wow, how about that? that? Here, wait. This and from there, this moves us on to movie mysteries. And that proves that anyone who's watching is not bored. <laughs> so I just put up a big old picture of Sam Elliott because who doesn't <laughs> love Sam Elliott? Why not? <laughs> so, uh, 
prior to July 1st, 1984, there was not a PG-13 rating. So films with violence and gore were still able to be given a PG rating. Two movies, directed or produced by Steven Spielberg, came out in early 1984. But these two films were, uh, were the reason that there was a recommendation for this intermediate rating between PG and R. Right now, they both currently have a PG rating. But what are the two films? One is about child slavery, and the other is about an inventor who buys a devil. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is one of them. Hmm. A child who buys a devil? An inventor who buys a devil. Child slavery and an inventor who buys a devil. We got E.T. from Mrs. Schwartz. E.T. I was going to say E.T. initially, but... An inventor who buys a devil. Oh. I... Spielberg. Hmm. I mean... An inventor. You got me. We should all know these movies. Yeah. Come on, you guys. Oh, you definitely know. do know this movie. <clears throat> Gremlins? It is, in fact... Indiana yes. Jones and the Gremlins. Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom involves a titular character freeing children from local villages from uh, the bonds of slavery from a thuggy cult. This movie graphically shows a heart being removed and then set on fire. Gremlins features Mogwai, which is Cantonese for devil, being purchased by Randall, an inventor for his son Billy. Unfortunately, Gizmo accidentally gets wet, which spawns five more gremlins who trick Billy into feeding them after midnight. In the end, there were many complaints about the violence in this PG movie. Man. Mm. Gremlins oh. is awesome. Yeah. yeah, Gremlins is a great movie. Yay! Funny side story about right. Gremlins is my older brother was terrified of the movie Gremlins, and every <laughs> Friday, we got to go and rent a movie, and so every Friday, my brother would pick a new movie, but I would always rent Gremlins. I probably rented that about 30 times in a row, just just so that I could get the TV alone for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, since we're talking about Steven Spielberg anyway... You know, he actually went back to school after a 33-year hiatus. In 2002, he turned in a film as a final project. What film did he turn in? The AI? AI is a movie that he directed, yes. Could be that. Close Encounters? Yeah, it's in 2002. The movie didn't come out in 2002. Yeah. But uh, that's when he graduated. Ooh, and Aze Maze joined us. Um, A's Maze. Um, I want to say. Wait, can you? Is was this a, a movie that he had already released? It is a movie that he had already <clears throat> released. It okay. is a previous movie. Close Encounters. Close Encounters. Could be Indiana Jones. Could be Gremlins. Could American be. Graffiti from Adam Cass eighty eight. Okay. <laughs> that could be Jaws. Jaws. Okay. Any any more guesses from the mm-hmm. the Insta Live community? Jaws, another one for Jaws. All right, the answer is. Just <laughs> work. Yeah, come on. There you go. Schindler's oh, List. Really? Schindler's List. That is that is like a, a, yeah. a, 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 a film a film director's. 
Did he get, did he <laughs> well, get an A? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even even though it had been released publicly nine years earlier, Spielberg submitted Schindler's List as a student film requirements. When the script first came up for Spielberg, he did not think he was mature enough to direct this film. He tried several other directors, including Roman Polanski, Sidney Pollack, Martin Scorsese, and Brian De Palma, but they all turned it down. But Spielberg finally decided to make it when he noticed that there was a rise in neo-Nazism after the fall of the Berlin Wall as Holocaust deniers were being given serious consideration by the media. Thank goodness he did, though, because the film won seven Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Director, and Best Score Mm -hmm. for John Williams, who also scored Star Wars. There it is. It it was also a great Seinfeld episode. Um, but wait, so you're telling me that Steven Spielberg went to film school in 2002. He he went, he went back to school to finish his degree and took a film course and submitted that as his student project. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, name any master going back to school. Right. It's like, it's like Michael Jordan saying, oh, I'm going to go back and take a a basketball class. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, what do you, you know, I mean, what? (laughs) Listen, man, uh, I don't, I don't write the history. I just, yeah. I just tell it wow. in long-winded sentences. That's interesting. I think okay. <laughs> okay. So the next question is: What character in Star Wars Episode Six, Return of the Jedi, took four actors to bring to life on the big screen? What character in Star Wars Episode Six, six Return of the Jedi, took four actors to bring to life on film? Was it the uh, the underground, like the big? Monster, was that was the, that was that the one? Was that? The Rancor was in episode six. Okay, thank you. Rancor. Was it and, the Rancor? And so was the Sarlacc, which was an underground thing. <clears throat> so we've got Rancor. Wait. Sar- Sarlacc was like the big vagina in the ground. <laughs> okay. Got you. But the Rancor was like what was, was it the, the bottom big, like yeah. the vagina. Yeah. yeah. Jabba. I was thinking more like we've, Jabba. We've got we've got Jabba. A couple of Jabbas. Two was Jabba. Yeah, I Jabba. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cats. The answer right, is... Jabba. <laughs> I think I need a new battery. Person. Yeah. Darth what? Vader. Oh, what? what? Darth Vader had David Prowse actually in the suit. James Earl Jones was the voice. And Sebastian Shaw played Anakin when the helmet came off at the end. However, the fourth is stuntman Bob Anderson, who did all the sword work for the movie. Ah, uh, stuntman Bob. But mm. over the years, Jake Lloyd and Hayden Christensen have played uh, Anakin in the prequels, but Gene Bryant played the suited Darth Vader in Episode 3. Between video games, radio shows, and Rogue One, about 11 actors have played Vader over the years. Luke went from having no father to 11 daddies real quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got, a, we got a Vader in there wow. at the last yeah, second. Good job, there we go. Good Way job, go. Adam. All right. So now we're going to move on to our next category. <clears throat> That's called, What's in a Name? Maybe. There, there it is. Go. Okay, so, um, that's really quite amazing, isn't it? Did you know that one of my favorite punctuations is a combination of a question mark and an exclamation point? It even has a name. What is this questionably explosive punctuation? Ooh. A combination of a question mark and an explanation Come on, Nicole. I think you would I know. Yourself. I know. It's actually up on the screen. I put it there. Yeah. It's, a, it's a question mark with an exclamation point inside it. And it has a name. It has a name. Mm. Moondoors, I think you would know this. Come on, Nettie. You're a teacher. 
Hmm. I don't know. Mm. Could I've never I've, I didn't even know that was a character. Um, it sure is. Does anybody know? Any anybody, guesses out there? Anybody know the combination or what what it's called when you take a when exclamation take a mark, mark and, and a an question mark? Exclamation point and put it together. Together. Exclamation point. Yeah. point. <laughs> Not quite. I'd say it's probably that's what would be closest to my guess. I mean, created by Martin uh-huh. K. Spector, who was head of an ad agency in 1962, he thought advertisements would look better for if copywriters could convey surprised rhetorical questions with an interrobang. <laughs> okay. Dude, that never that never uh, actually caught on. Uh, I mean, you can still get it as a character. You just have to know like ASCII codes. Yeah. Um. So it's mm. an interrobang. Uh, let's see. Moving right along here. The Piscata the Piscataqua mm. River is about twelve miles long and forms a natural boundary between. What two locations? Oh, A's maze should be able to get this one. The... There's definitely a lag on this. Yeah. yeah, there is. Yeah, we gotta give it a little bit of... Nettie um... <laughs> said a quest planation, mm. but then says I teach second grade, that's beyond my expertise. <laughs> <laughs> so once again... The Piscataqua River is 12 miles long and forms a natural boundary between what two locations? We got New York and north of New York. (laughs) 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 Would would that be Canada? (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean Canada, Jacob? (laughs) Chad, Jake. It's in the U.S.? Maybe. Okay. It's it's in the it's on the globe. It's in the okay. world. I'm gonna I will say between, I will give you a guess. It is yeah. between two states. Okay, between two states. Oh, okay. And one of them is not Hawaii, Jacob. Yeah. I'm gonna say Virginia and North Carolina. Virginia and North Carolina. Okay. New Hampshire and Vermont. New Hampshire and Vermont. Piscataqua River. Ireland and England, oh, says Nettie. Yeah. I think she typed that in before she heard that it's in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that it's seems like a, like a very Indian name, maybe, or... Quite a bit. Um, so maybe somewhere like... like maybe... Virginia. I'm gonna say we like Kentucky Oregon, and Ohio, North Carolina. I want to say like, sorry, wait, Oregon and Washington North State, North and South Dakota, Oregon and Washington State. I the answer is. The answer is a new battery. Okay. Oh, oh, hey, oh, just turn it off. Maine and something. Well, we're done. It is. <laughs> Maine and Vermont. Maine and New Hampshire. Forning where the Cocheco River and Salmon Falls Rivers meet and emptying into Portsmouth Harbor in the Atlantic Ocean, the Piscataqua River creates a natural border between New Hampshire and Maine. Okay. Speaking about Maine, Maine is home to Portland. Mm -hmm. Also, Oregon has a Portland, too. 
actually, mm-hmm. named after the Portland in Maine, <laughs> which is the home of one of the two founders, Francis Pettigrove. The two founders decided what the name would be over a coin toss. Pettigrove won the right to name the city over Asha Lovejoy, who wanted to name the city after his own hometown. What is the home city of Asa Lovejoy? Asheville. Asheville. It's a guess? Bangor. What? Bangor. Bangor? Okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the area, so I'm going to this one up to you guys. It can literally be any city. Any city. Name a city. Um, Na- name a city from that was around in the mid 1800s. <laughs> yeah. Don't oh, then. don't don't go naming something new. <laughs> um, we got another Bangor over here from Moondoors. Already in the United States. It is it is somewhere from the United States. Mm. Springfield. Ooh, Springfield's a good guess. There's a lot of Springfields. Yeah. Um, Charleston. Charleston. Ooh, another good guess. Oh, yeah. oh, we got another Charleston there too. There's a there's Brunswick? a pretty pretty big. Oh, we got another Brunswick. <laughs> okay. It's like right as you guys are saying something, somebody from who's watching it live, but like thirty seconds ago live is like putting it up because there was there was a pretty big delay on this. Yeah. I'm gonna say Jamestown. Jamestown. Mm. Asa Lovejoy was an attorney from Boston, Massachusetts Mm -hmm. Uh. before founding the city of Portland. The coin that was used in the coin toss that Pettigrove won is now called the Portland Penny and is in display at the Oregon Historical Society. Oh, we got a Philadelphia. Mm. Uh, Both Portlands are the largest city in their states that are not the capital. And remarkably, they are uh, on very similar latitude lines. So Boston is the answer. Ah. Oh. Yes, Boston. Okay. Boston. Mm. All right. This is going to move us on to our final category of the day, Ooh. Disney Discourse. Ooh. So this is my Walt Disney World adjacent question. <laughs> Fred Philman of Lake Hollingsworth, Florida, in 2015 was having some yard work done on his property. One of the workers asked Philman if he wanted to do anything with this tree stump that was in his yard it was a big one it was like like 12 feet high uh philman was very creative and full of enthusiasm and decided on a waving mickey mouse however nearer to completion philman actually requested the rights to use mickey's likeness because he didn't want to get into any legal repercussions this request was denied so instead philman turned it into what delightful animal a rat duck a rat, a duck, rabbit, a wabbit, a wabbit, a wabbit, <laughs> not a rabbit, a wabbit, the wabbit, a giraffe, <clears throat> a giraffe, <laughs> a panda, pelican, a panda. Do we have any guesses, guesses from the any, internet? Yeah, let's, we got We'll lag. give the internet a little bit of time to here, uh, yeah. to catch up. What happened to the our thing? I don't know. That's, I think I just clicked it. He just it clicked it so far that it just like yeah it went. It'd be funny if I just like flip it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have a rat from Doors. We have a dog. We got a dog from Lisa. Um. Hmm. Splinter rat. 
Cat. And a cat. Um. There we go. Okay. There we go. There we go. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Yeah, folks. we just. Uh, so we've got a lot of guesses, and so far one of them have been right. Okay. Ooh. Oh. The cat. The cat. The cat. David's tangled in his uh, in his headphones there. Okay. All right, I'm back. All right, back in the. So DJ Pizza was correct because it was a panda. <laughs> yeah. A panda. Yeah. Way to go, That's DJ so... Pizza. That's so. Wow. Oh, there it is, right there. It's actually a local tourist attraction. That is delightful. Um, <laughs> Fred Filman decided to change the design to a panda, and what's more, he had some creative differences with the original artist. So Fred, at 72 years old picked up a chainsaw and finished the panda himself. Hmm. Go, Fred. Hmm. Wow. Right on. Way to go. You love that picture. I love this picture. We're moving over to our Disneyland question. Uh, when Expedition Everest Legend of Forbidden Mountain opened, the Yeti was nicknamed Betty the Yeti. People love naming animatronics. Over in Disneyland, the Matterhorn Bob sleds have an abominable snowman. What is the name of the abominable snowman? Harold. We got a Harold. I'm going to go with Harold. I think Nicole knows. I think Nicole knows, yeah. yeah. DJ Pizza DJ might Pizza. be on to something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do I you mean, say, I'm, Internet? She's probably right, but... Do you agree with DJ Pizza yeah. about Harold the Abominable Snowman? There's a, a very big delay. Yeah. <laughs> Ro- yeah. Roman, no. Roman the snowman. No. Harold, we no. got Moondor says and, no. And says Harold, so okay. they're we're pretty a cut abominable up. Bob? Bob? <laughs> Bob. Abominable Bob. Harold. Harold. Yeah, you know. Nicknamed Harold, the riders of the Matterhorn yeah. goes sliding past this abominable snowman twice. Now, who named him Harold? Mm. I mean, he, he, his parents did not name him Harold. Wow. Give me a break. <laughs> up through 1941, most all-time magazine covers featured a close-up cropped of a solemn portrait of a man. Editors wanted to change things for this year, um, but unfortunately, on December 7, 1941, Japanese forces bombed Pearl Harbor. Time editors were scrambling to rewrite the December 15th ed- edition, and the covers of the next three episodes uh, were changed to feature military leaders. The cartoon was deemed too frivolous. What Disney cartoon character was almost featured on the cover of the Man of the Year edition of Time? Ooh. When was this? 1941. Mm-hmm. I want to say Dumbo. Hmm. Or maybe like Timothy Mouse. We have... Dumbo was released like right. Yeah. Dumbo or Timothy. I want to say yeah. Dumbo as well. I think that's a good. We got, oh, we got Goofy. You guys got Two better goofies. guesses than me. Yeah. Two Goofies. Two goofies off the Instagram lives. I'm gonna say Dumbo still. What do you think, like Silent Nick? Uh, Pluto. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. We got okay. Pluto. Oh. All right. And the answer is the final answer. Yes. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Dumbo, right. Dumbo had been released two months earlier, yeah, and the film, job. although only 64 minutes long, won the country's hearts. Disney was commissioned commissioned to draw a black and white portrait to make the elephant the mammal of the year, and 
uh, they still ran a 1,400-word story showing him as a welcome distraction uh, and source of comfort for a country at war. <laughs> so you said Mammal of the Year? Mammal of the Year. That's what they changed it to for that oh, year. Okay. <laughs> Mammal of the Year. That's like my favorite. All right. Um, I have some questions. So Joe's got yes. some questions Joe he wants questions. to add in. Yep. These are bonus questions. So bonus questions. Get ready. Get your bonus hat on. Um, dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> no, these are just... No PowerPoint. No. <laughs> That's it, I quit. Yeah, right? Okay, so get your movie, your movie hat on. Um, all right. In the movie, Out of Sight. Okay. This was a movie night came out in 1997, starring George Clooney, Jennifer Lopez. This was George Clooney's first big screen debut coming After from ER. ER. Yep. It's a yeah. great movie, too. Yeah. Um, anyway, great movie. Um, but Michael Keaton plays a character named Ray Nicolette. That is the character he played in this movie is the same character he played in another movie released around the same time. What movie was that? Michael Keaton. Ray Nick. Oh, I know this too. Yes. Multiplicity. Uh, uh, Jackie Brown. Wait too early. Too early. Mm-hmm. That's probably pretty good. I, yeah, I bet you're right. Anybody? Yeah, I bet oh, you're I'll right. I'll give them a moment to answer. Yeah, give them a little bit of a internet? second. Once again, Ray Nicolette. Michael Keaton played Ray Nicolette. Nicolette in what other film? What other film played the same character? In fact, there's a really great line that Jennifer Lopez's dad says to him in that line or in that movie. Ray Nicolette comes over and he's wearing an FBI shirt because he's an FBI agent. Mr. Mom. And as he's leaving, he says, "Hey, Ray, you ever wear a shirt that says undercover?" <laughs> And he's, uh, no, uh, no. Anyway, I thought it was funny. Um, it's a funny all right. It's a funny line. So, Nettie says, Mr. Mom. <clears throat> okay. Jacob Mom. says, I like pizza. Oh, okay. I, all I right. mean, I was going to say the other guys, but that's yeah. way later. Okay. So, like, how, yeah. rel- like, relatively close? Like, how, <laughs> um, like, 50 years, you know. Yeah. 20 years is closer than 50 years. All right. I'm not saying Wizard Everybody of Oz. Everybody in the, in the room and on the internet, the answer is Jackie Brown. Oh, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. In yes. fact, he played that role for free. Ooh. Yes. Really? He played that role did, for seven did, years he, he in did his not, own life. He did, not, <laughs> he did not ask for um, money for his little cameo. Oh, that is just... Um, did he like, so, donate the proceeds to... No, he just didn't right, get paid. Well, never mind. Yeah. Um, one other question. There's a scene where Jennifer Lopez and um, and I think it's another another character in there. They're looking at a, a film of, of a criminal. I mean, a, a photo of a criminal. And he says, uh, Jennifer Lopez, whose name is Karen, or the character is Karen, right. um, she examines a mugshot of Jack, who's Jack played by George Clooney, and says, he doesn't even look like that. The photo is actually of George Clooney's character from what 1996 movie? 96? George Clooney, 96. Uh, 
there's a lot of reference to other movies in this movie. Not good with the movies. Yar. Part <clears throat> the prequel. Yeah. We got, we got a movie from '96. George Clooney movie from '96. Six. Yeah. But this was like his big premiere, big movie. Yeah. This was. This his, is his headline. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this was must like just a, be a big yeah, part. Yeah. He had a little side part. Yeah. A little side part. It was probably like a hospital movie, uh, right? Uh, All right. The The Rock. <laughs> no. The. Mm-hmm. The answer is, this is a great movie, and I'm sure you guys are going to kick yourselves from knowing this, <laughs> but the answer is 1996's From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. Duh. Really? Yes. <clears throat> so that wasn't That's, his feature movie? Because he, he starred that one. That's crazy. Base. But I guess because it's like a, it was yeah. like a... Uh, he starred with... Because uh, yeah. it was a Robert Rodriguez yeah. movie, maybe it wasn't big enough. Yeah. Um, all right, last question. Um, this movie, Out of Sight... Ocean's Nine is yeah. there. You go. Who's that? Snakester. Yeah. <laughs> um, this movie uh, is well known, um, or among other distinctions of this movie, um, is a notable for being a movie to feature two actors who have previously played the same character. What is that character? Wait, what? So what still from still, still from, from out of sight. sight. So there's two actors in that movie that have played the same character in another movie. What is that movie? Batman. Batman. I'm gonna go Batman. It's Batman. Because it's definitely Michael. Batman. It's Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton and George Clooney. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely Batman. Very good. Batman is the answer. All right. I won um, all the points. There for you that. go. Matt wins. Matt wins them all. All the bonus points. Yep. <laughs> all right. There you go. Okay, everybody. Well, that is uh, that's our show. That's our show. That's our show for tonight. Thank yeah. you all for uh, joining us on Instagram and everybody on the internet um, out there. Thank, thank, thank you. Guys. And uh, uh, make sure you tune in to check out the audio version that we posted here. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you guys come back again on uh, next Monday. We do it every Monday on 9 o'clock. So uh, check your Instagram notifications. Make sure you're going to be notified. Um, but Thursday anyway, night, broadcast. Yeah, yeah, also uh, Thursday night we got the broadcast. So everyone uh, keep an eye out for that. And... Uh, Everyone have a good night. Stay safe. Take care. Yeah, thanks again. All right, thanks again for watching. All right, good night.